Yo, what's going on? It's your boy G Money, aka G Dash Mo. It's that Keeping the G podcast. Of course, it's the weekend edition of the Keeping the G podcast. I hope y'all enjoying y'all weekend. Um, you know, this ain't gonna be too too long of a podcast, but you know, a few things I wanna chop it up about. You know, a few things in sports, like um, of course, uh, the Cavs. They got swept, which, I mean, who didn't see that coming, you know, so I want to talk about that, you know, how they got swept by the Warriors, you know, um, I even want to talk a little bit of hockey, I mean, not too much because I'm not well versed in hockey, but, you know, the Washington Capitals, of course, claimed Lord Stanley, of course, which is a little, I mean, it's a little surprising for me. Because, honestly, I wanted the Vegas Golden Knights to win, you know, because, I mean, at least with my recent memory, I don't recall any expansion team making it to a championship in their respective league and, you know, winning it all, you know, in that first year. So, you know, so I want to talk about that, you know. And, you know, of course, I want to talk about, you know, a few other things, you know, so, you know, I hope y'all enjoy this podcast, you know, and I'm also going, you know, seeing this, how Anchor kind of switched things up, you know, probably going to be putting my music on here, you know, for you guys to check it out, you know what I'm saying, because I do have a mixtape um, dropping, hopefully I get everything right, it'll be out this summer, you know, because got a few things. I'm taking care of, and, you know, of course, obviously going through things in life, you know, not to say that, you know, I'm in a dire position or whatever, but, you know, trying to get some things situated, so, you know, we're going to be previewing a few of my tracks here, and uh, I also, and speaking of music, I also want to talk about, you know, the whole situation with the Drake and Pusha T thing, how J Prince got in the way. You know, give my opinion on that and go from there. So, yeah, I enjoy this podcast and we'll go from here. Alright, so, yeah, man. um, Alright, so, of course, it happened. The Cavs got swept by the Dubs, of course, the Warriors. You know, um, game four, Steph Curry had 37 points. Durant had a triple-double. You know, I'm just going off of what I remember, you know, because I ain't got my show sheet together, you know. So, of course, Durant ended up getting the MVP. Now, I mean, in my opinion, it's going to be tough to stop the Warriors, obviously, you know, because that's pretty much a super team. You know, like, that's pretty much the epitome of the super team. And now, a lot of people not looking at it for what it is and you know this is my personal opinion with how LeBron took off on Cleveland so to speak and went to the heat you know now not that I'm trying to jump all over the place you know of course it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way now obviously when the league essentially started to catch on and by catching on I mean you know revamping their own rosters and whatnot. Now, it got tough for the Heat to essentially compete, you know. And, of course, obviously LeBron saw 
what Cleveland was doing, you know, at a star like Kyrie emerging, even though a lot of time when um a lot of the times when Kyrie was, you know, leading the Cavs at the time, you know, he was off injured. So, you know, LeBron was quick to opt out, boom, went back to Cleveland. Now, I ain't no hater, you know, he wanted to go back for his to his home team. Yeah, cool, no problem, I get that. But you gotta look at it bigger picture in the grand scheme of things. You know, the heat was going down and it was tough for them to compete. Even though I think if the Heat would have stayed intact with the big three, and I'm talking Wade, LeBron, and Bosch, you know, and of course surround them with, you know, decent core players, you know, they would have been, you know what I'm saying, competing for championships over the next couple of years. Because with San Antonio, obviously Tim, Tim Duncan was essentially on his way out, so to speak, you know, and, you know, so. The Spurs were only going to continue their run for about so long. And so, you know, the Heat, I think they would have at least had another two two titles. You know, I'm not saying it would have been back-to-back-to-back-to-back or whatever, but there would have been a little gap in between when the championships, you know. And, you know, I think LeBron messed that up, me personally. And I ain't trying to sound like no hater or whatever. You know, but I'm just calling it for what I see it. Or for how I see it, so to speak, you know. So now, essentially, the situation he created. Now he has to face it, so to speak, because LeBron is the face of the NBA, you know. And you know, Kevin Durant essentially took play out of his book. The only difference, Kevin Durant went to a team that was stacked already, and you know. With or without Kevin Durant, Golden State will still be winning championships, you know. So, him going there is just made it a lot more easier, you know. So, now he's a two-time champion. And plus, Katie was tired of playing with Russell Westbrook anyway. You know, Westbrook is kind of one of those selfish players. And it's hard for him to not have the ball in his hand, you know. So... Katie, granted, Katie needs the ball in his hand, obviously, but you know, he could share, you know, and he's essentially that leader of go to state, you know, something he could have been doing in OKC, but not when you got a stubborn type of player and Russell Westbrook. So the Warriors swept the Cavs, and you know, I see the Warriors, you know, as long as they got this team intact. You know, at least, I don't want to say the next two, three years, but definitely next year, they gonna, they going to do it again. You know, at least make it to the finals. You know, what happens from there, you know, is anyone's guess. So, and with that being said, Houston had their shot to knock them off this year. Obviously, it didn't, it didn't happen. I'm not saying Houston will probably do it next year, but, you know, Houston going to be one of those teams in the West that is going to give Golden State a little trouble. And also, can't forget the Utah Jazz with Donovan Mitchell, you know, um, who I think should be rookie of the year. You know, like, they're probably one or two players away from really competing in that West. So, but, you know, I mean, 
Golden State, they they are the team that's going to be hard to beat. Like, period, end of story. I can't see no other team really competing with them or, like, it's hard. Like, who's really going to be able to knock them off, you know? So, you know, I, I already got them penciled in for next year's finals. Who they going to play? I mean, who knows? It could be either Boston, you know. I mean, I'd love, I'd love for the Heat to make it all the way, you know, and, you know, try to give Golden State a run for their money. I mean, you know, yeah, I doubt that. I mean, you know, if they had like a guys like, say, Norris Cole or Mario Chalmers still on the team, you know, that defense would have been a little different. So, but... I mean, like I said, I mean, the Warriors did what they were supposed to do. I mean, I thought it would have been a gentleman sweep, you know. I figured the Cavs would have at least won game three, but, you know, Kevin Durant iced it that, you know. He iced that game or whatever when he scored 43 points, you know. So, but, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, decent series, you know. Everybody expected Golden State to win that, you know. And that dynasty pretty much getting started. So now everybody worrying about where the hell LeBron gonna go next. I personally don't care, you know. But you know everybody seems to be in the uproar. Oh, where LeBron gonna go? Or, you know, and of course he got the. Um, I guess right before free agency starts, you know, in the summer, you know, to let the Cavs know whether or not he plans to. Resign or whatever, and you know, if I was him, I'd just stay in Cleveland. I mean, you know, all this team hopping thing. I mean, it's it's a little bit much for me, you know, how I feel. So I mean, whatever, man. So I mean, you know, just you just got hope that that front office could. Surround them with the pieces. I mean, a lot of people got them pegged going to Philly, you know. So it's like, like what type of style are they going to be playing? And I feel like if you got LeBron going to Philly, you know, in a sense it's going to stunt the growth of Ben Simmons. You know, I think so, you know, because Ben Simmons also one of those dudes. He kind of got a similar play, playing style to LeBron, you know. But Ben Simmons, he... He definitely a distributor, you know, and like I, granted, he doesn't really have the jump shot that everybody would have expected him to have, you know. But in time, man, Simmons gonna fix that, you know. He gonna be one of the next stars of the league anyway. So, but we gonna see how this um summer in the NBA shape up, you know. I mean, I, uh, I can't really see no team beating Golden State the next two, three years. As long as this team is intact, I mean, there's going to be a lot of shuffling in the NBA. I just I just can't see it, you know. So, but we shall see, man. You know, we'll see how things go, you know. But um, congrats to the Warriors, you know, who didn't expect it to happen. I, I sure as hell knew, you know, so it wasn't really, at least to me, it wasn't really something that was must-see, you know.
it is what it is, you know. And oh, another thing, I know a lot of people put some of the blame on J.R. Smith or whatever. And, you know, I guess for his blunder in game one, you know, uh, you know, and I know I'm going back or whatever, but you can't really put that whole blame on JR. I mean, granted, he should have been paying attention to the score, which he didn't. But, I mean, hey, mistakes happen. But my thing is this. What the hell Ty Lue was doing on the court, I mean, well, on the sideline. Like, he wasn't paying attention. I guess he got lost in the moment. You know, somebody should have called timeout, you know. So, at least to kind of calm the situation down. And, of course, George Hill had missed that free throw. Okay, it happens, you know. But certain other coaches, I guarantee, like, Phil Brad Stevens, that situation wouldn't have played out like that. Hell, Eric Spolstra, you know what I'm saying, the coach of my Miami Heat, it wouldn't have played out like that, you know. So, hell, even if, if David Black was still the coach of the um, Cavs, it wouldn't have played out that way, you know. So, but, I mean, I mean, it's just another bump in the road, you know what I'm saying, for a coach like Ty Lue, you know. I mean, I respect him as a coach, you know. But, I mean, it is what it is, man. I mean, you know, they got to try to convince Brown to stay and surround them, you know, try to get a few other pieces around them. You know, the Cavs, I mean, it's – that's still the team in the East, hands down, no matter what. That's that's what how I feel. So, but we'll see how this thing go. All right. So, um, I don't know if it's just me, or you know, if y'all agree with me, but the whole Drake and Pusha T situation, you know, obviously. You know, Pusher not even on that no more because, in my opinion, Pusher obviously won, you know. But it's like, and I, I ain't trying to throw no salt or talk that ish or whatever, but it basically took for Jay Prince, you know, the founder of Rap-A-Lot Records, you know, dude that got mega respect in the, not just in the, hip-hop industry but just in the music industry period you know it took for him to basically intervene and basically i guess he quote-unquote stopped drake from making the diss song that would have basically ended Pusha t and kanye's careers like i don't know if i could believe that you know and don't get me wrong um I really feel like, you know, when when people, like, okay, Jim Jones said it best. You know, this rap game is a full contact sport, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a firm believer in that. Like, it's a competitive-oriented type of industry, you know what I'm saying? Like, people going to make songs about one another or... You know, people going, you know, compete on who got the best bars, you know. And not even with just the bars, like, you know, who going to floss the hardest when it comes to being on the songs. And then, of course, you know, actually showing it outside of the rap, you know. But anyway, 
like the whole Drake and Pusha situation, you know, obviously in my opinion, Pusha won, you know, and here's the thing, like Drake, you know, came with the Duppy freestyle, you know, this and mostly Kanye and you know, of course he has shit to say about Pusha or whatever, but it's like Pusha came with the infrared, then the Duppy freestyle came. Then obviously the story of Adidon, um, you know, Pusha dropped. Nah, to me that 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 did it to Drake. I don't care what anybody say. You know, and no, he he got in his ass. Like, I don't know what other way I could put it. You know? So like Pusha's a street rapping type of dude or whatever. Like he come from that like like I guess that battle world in a sense, you know? And like Drake done had his feuds with plenty of people before, you know, people done said they shit about Drake or whatever. And he'll say a little son, address him on the little on the track or whatever, but nah, Pusha put it to him, you know. And I don't know how much money, you know, Jay Prince or his son Jazz Prince making off of Drake. You know, I mean, it can't be that much, you know, to, you know, because essentially, you know, everybody going to say, you know, that's what it is. You know, he basically, you know, um, trying to make sure, like, they don't mess up the money, you know. And, of course, they saying um, Kanye caught, like, reached out to Jay Prince in order to, like, dead the beef. Like, come on, let's be for real. Like, I mean, just face it, Drake took the L, you know what I'm saying? And by no stretch of the imagination, I'm, you know, dissing Drake. I'm just, as far as that battle, I'm just calling it, you know, for what it is. You know, Pusha got, got in his ass, you know, point blank, period, you know. So... Ain't really much to say about that, you know. It's almost like Jay Prince had to save Drake, you know, because, I mean, they're like, if he so-called had a track that was going to destroy Pusha T career or whatever, then why not let him just drop it, you know? That, that's how I look at it. Should just let him drop the shit, you know. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, that type of thing is good for the culture as long as it don't turn physical, you know. That's how I look at it, you know. I mean, I got, you know, experience um, dropping diss tracks or whatever, you know, or, you know, sending shots on tracks or whatever. I've done it before. Matter of fact, because um, I know I said I was going to preview um, songs that's going to be on my upcoming mixtape. Like, one song I'm going to put on the podcast, you know, is basically a diss track um, that I wrote and recorded, you know, and, you know, Grant, you know, got some years on it, you know, and no, I'm not trying to, like, reignite any beef or whatever, because, you know, I, I ain't got beef with nobody, you know, me personally, I don't, like, that's over and done with, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, of course, it's a body of work that, you know, I'm not going to just, you know, 
let's sit in the vault or whatever. Like, we'll put it out there for people to hear, you know. And, you know, anybody feel, um, I guess, bothered by it or whatever, hey, that's their business. But, you know, um, I, I got my experience in, you know, that, I guess, field, so to speak. Because, I mean, you know, I'm not saying I'm the hardest thing out here or whatever, but at the end of the day, you know, I get some time on my hands or, you know, I'm highly motivated and you cross the line with me, man, you're going to get it, period, you know. You know, you can't underestimate somebody that, especially that a person like myself, you know, my craft, which, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to music, like rap music or whatever, that's that's the type of thing. I want to do and I want to be a part of, you know, I want to be a part of the hip-hop music industry, you know. So, it's like, you know, every day, you know, I try my best to perfect when it comes to, like, laying rhymes or whatever. I try not to sound so redundant in my subject matter, you know. That's just me, like, you know, I'm not going to be out here saying these one-word things or, you know, like, repeating this you know, mumble lingo or whatever, that's that's not me, you know. I mean, some of it is, it's, I don't want to even say it's catchy. It just may sound good for the time being, but, you know, how long that's going to last? So, but, um, you know, of course, y'all going y'all gonna to hear what, once I put this track on, on the podcast, you know, like, I know it's quote-unquote preview, but I'm, I'm going to drop the whole song. You know, and of course, you know, once I do that, y'all go on, you know, on my Instagram or Twitter, you know, comment on any of my posts or whatever, like, let me know what y'all think of the track, of course, you know, and that's, you know, official G Money one, you know, the the number one, you know, that's on both Instagram and Twitter, so, but yeah, man, so, I like, my personal opinion like ain't nothing wrong with you know people dropping diss tracks and you know that's going to me that that breathes new life into the culture you know and that's what happened with the Drake and Pusha T situation you know like it it's like okay it kind of it brought back you know that feeling you know putting people back on their toes you know, and that's how I feel about that situation. So, but, I mean, I guess it's over for the meanwhile, you know, but you never know. Because how Pusha got Drake on that thing, man, I mean, Drake wasn't expecting that, you know. And then on top of that, you know, here's the thing people don't realize. is one thing, you could write a diss song, you know, cracking on somebody or trying to whatever. But when you actually got, like, real shit on somebody, like Pusha had, you know, like, when you got real stuff, you know, known knowledge of a person, you know, I don't even like to call it a diss song. Like, what Pusha dropped was a truth song, you know, and he dropped that on Drake, like, like, dog, what, what else... Like, I don't know what Drake could have came back with. Honestly. I don't. You know? 
And I, like, of course, I'm going to put mine on on the podcast. You know, y'all let me know what y'all think. You know, of course, you'll hear who I'm addressing or whatever. And no, it's not nobody from the industry or whatever. So, you know, y'all check it out. Y'all let me know what y'all think, you know. Send y'all messages through the podcast or whatever. So, but that that's just my take on the Drake and the Pusha T situation. So, but it is what it is. Alright, y'all, so, um, I know y'all seen the UFC tonight, I think, what, 225, I think it was, um, don't quote me on it or whatever, but, um, of course, CM Punk, you know, one of my favorite wrestlers, of course, um, he fought a dude by the name of Mike Jackson, and this Mike Jackson dude, like, I guess, um, you really think about it, he's pretty much, I think this is his second or maybe third fight, you know, so him and CM Punk, not really too, too much separated, so to speak, or whatever, I think CM Punk just got him by a couple years, I think CM Punk, like, 37, 38, somewhere around there, whereas Mike Jackson's, like, 32, 33, so, anyway, um, you know, of course, 170 pounds, about or whatever and you know Mike Jackson didn't get the knockout but you know he pretty much put it on CM Punk and CM Punk I'm not saying he had a bad outing or whatever like first round pretty much he looked good you know from the highlights that I saw but he still got outscored you know by the judges or whatever the judges I scored him unanimously pretty much um, 30 to 26 in all three rounds. So, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like, I mean, I'm not going to say he didn't have a chance, but he fared way better than his first professional bout when he fought Mickey Gall, who Mike Mike Jackson also fought, you know, so. But anywho, um... Only thing I can say, you know, I mean, I, I ain't knocking nobody. I mean, because who the hell am I to knock anybody? Only thing I can say is, um, man, Sam Punk just got to let go of that pride or whatever it is. And, you know, I mean, I understand he had created differences in the WWE, you know, dealing with Hunter and, you know, Vince or whatever, and, you know, backstage creative and, you know, I get that, but, you know, he's way better suited being in the world of pro wrestling. You know, that's just my opinion. So, you know, CM Punk, man, I mean, you know, he he'd be much better being back in the WWE ring instead of being in the octagon because, I mean, shit. I mean, that UFC shit, mixed martial arts, MMA, I mean, you got to be, I mean, a person like, say, like a Brock Lesnar or whatever, like, that's something he's built for, you know what I'm saying? Whereas with Sam Punk, not to say he's not tough or whatever, but, you know, I don't think no matter how long of a, like, how much training he done had or went through, 
he he ain't ready for for that, that type of sport. Not that combat sport. Mm-mm, nah, that's something that should have been like that should have been his first go-to, you know, instead of wrestling, you know. But I mean, hey, who the hell am I to decide? But that's just my opinion. So, but anywho, and of course, I wanted um. Yeah, I did say I want, you know, chop it up a little bit about hockey. I'm, listen, I'm not no aficionado in hockey. I'm not big or whatever. I don't have no hockey memorabilia at the crib, none of that. But, you know, um, obviously the Washington Capitals, you know, they won the Stanley Cup. You know, over the Golden, uh, not Golden, but the Vegas Golden Knights and... To me, I mean, you know, honestly, I, I mean, from afar, I was rooting for the Golden Knights, you know, because I was impressive. Well, it was impressive, and as far as like how they pretty much ran through the year, you know. So um, I was hoping they would have did their thing, but you know, I guess the better team won. You know, Ovechkin could finally say he's a champion. You know what I'm saying? Because for years they've been comparing him and Sidney Crosby, you know, as far as like, you know, the two faces of the NHL. So, you know, so now Ovechkin could call himself a champion. And, you know, now it's up to the Capitals to try to defend a championship, you know. But <laughs> that's all I really got to say about hockey. So, you know. But, I mean, but again, I mean, I. Hey, congrats to the Capitals, of course. You know, but um, hey, that's that's what it is. But um, you know, of course, I'm gonna go ahead and you know end this podcast on this. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, um, be sure to you know if y'all want to comment on the podcast or let me know how y'all feeling about the podcast or whatever. You know, hit me up at. Official G Money One, you know that's the number one at the end of Official G Money. Either on Instagram or Twitter, you know that's how y'all can reach me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and of course, um, on that note, I'm gonna leave y'all with this will probably be the bonus track of my upcoming mixtape, Back on My G Shit, which should be available this summer. You know, fine tuning a few things, but. You know, it will drop, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, for those that know me and heard this song, you know, hey, I appreciate y'all listening to it. And for those that haven't heard this song, you know, um, this song I, you know, put together called I Heard You, you know, and it's self-explanatory. Y'all listen and let me know what y'all think. It's that Keeping the G podcast and I'm a holler. Thinking that I'm stupid though.
dog, I know that you've been popping off. Talking all that hot shit, but we all know that you cut us off. Don't care about how big you is, I chop you like a tree. Gotta teach your ass a lesson for talking reckless by me. I never tried to play G, I'm too real to fake the phone. Talking about that you commit me, boy, don't try me for no punk. And you were front, steady, go always talking about some bullshit. Heard you got a gun now, but you ain't gon' pull shit.
that you had them niggas screaming fuck G It's fuck you, make you need to keep my name out your mind Don't think 